0: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Courtney Turner, and you are listening to Bluegrass Community Foundation's Do Good Radio Hour. Now, when I first met today's guest, I actually didn't meet him at all. (laughs) I wanted to talk to him really bad. Um, I had just learned about the amazing things that he's doing in our community and at UK's Children's Hospital but I simply could not speak to him because if you know me, you know that I was sobbing. Like I was standing in a back corner behind a big group of people, just wiping away tears because the impact that him and his team are making in the Children's Hospital is invaluable. And there is no real way for me to explain it. So I'm honestly just gonna let him do all of the talking. Here is Cody Dean. Okay, you go by Cody.
1: I go by Cody. Yeah,
0: that is not your actual first name.
1: No, it's Christopher. Okay, I try to hide that fact, but that's okay. the only way people at the hospital can find me. So, so
0: it's Christopher Cody Dean. Yeah, that's really good. That's a it, good name. It
1: rolls. Yeah, it rolls pretty good.
0: Do you know how your parents came up with it?
1: You know, I don't, um, but she's pretty proud of the fact that that's my name. She likes <laughs> it. So
0: good, good, good. Now uh, I wanted to mention that I know that you come from like a ministry background. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about the, you know, ministry to secular work yeah, yeah. pipeline. Yeah, how absolutely. did how did that happen for you?
1: Uh, so for me, uh, I was in ministry full time for 10 years mm. and uh, I always did technology Uh at the last church I was at in Tennessee, we actually worked very closely with the local GameStop. Ah. Uh, one of my favorite ministry titles was I was known as the GameStop pastor there Oh, for that's a while. so good. So we, uh, we would go like when they had midnight releases for games and we would do events for that and stuff like that. Cool. I've always used like I've always had an Xbox in my office. I've always used gaming to connect with youth and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So gaming uh, has always been uh, just a part of what I do. I'm passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And so I figured naturally I would use that in the way uh, that I ministered in. And for this, uh, coming into secular work in the hospital, for me, it was uh, kind of a natural transition. I already had a ton of experience going mm-hmm. in hospitals and uh, of course using game, doing tech, uh, stuff like that. It, it was just a It was a really natural transition.
0: Now, tell me a little bit about what it is that you do. Because when I learned about this Teen Lounge, it was during a Leadership Lexington Day. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to introduce myself and say hello, but I was sobbing in like a back corner. I just, you were telling the most beautiful stories and I could not get over it. So tell us what the Teen Lounge is, how this started, and how you got involved in all of this.
1: Yeah, so uh, gaming and technology specialist is a really new uh, kind of career yeah. for a lot of people. There's only about 50 of us worldwide right now. Uh, so I'm really you know, excited that the University of Kentucky t- decided to jump on mm-hmm. early and, uh, invest in this because, um, it's like 85% of American households have a gamer in it. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge demographic that, uh, we can reach that we can, uh, you know, appeal to. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we already had so many gaming things in the hospital that it really became, uh, there was a need there to be able to maintain that stuff, but also to use it to its fullest, um, potential in the hospital for our patients. So, uh, for me, you know, I, I maintain the tech, mm-hmm. I, um, go to bedside and I do therapeutic gaming bedside with Mm -hmm. patients as well as leading the various events and stuff that we have in the hospital for gaming. Uh, The teen lounge uh, that is, uh, was so generously provided by the Kleber foundation. We uh, use that uh, every day. Uh, We have it open for patients to come in teenagers. They, uh, they get to come hang out. They can kind of get just to be themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a place to socialize, engage with other patients and, just chill in a very, uh, stressful time for them. They get to come in and just hang out.
0: Now, you just mentioned that there are so few of you in, you know, your line of work. Mm -hmm. How did that even, how did you come up with that? How did you learn about that? Like what happened? (laughs) Right.
1: Yeah. So for me, uh, you know, I was, I, me personally, I was looking for a job and, uh, you know, I, I was passionate about UK, wanted, you know, I really wanted to work there. And, uh, of course, I was looking at technology mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, my wife and I, we, we were talking one day, and she's like, you need to look again. I was like, no, there's not going to be anything. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that again. And it was like midnight. And I remember I was like, I'm just going to look and see. And it was the first day that this job was posted mm. on their website. And so I went, uh, she had to go to work the next day, but I went and woke up my wife. I was like, you cannot believe this. <laughs> this is it. Like, this is amazing. So, um, yeah. So, like, it was not anything that I was aware of before. Uh, but um, there's uh, been gaming technology specialists uh, for years now, probably close to a decade now mm. in some hospitals. But it's just now getting to the point where it's really taken off.
0: Now, let's talk about the the services that you all provide, one in your role, but also specifically in the teen lounge, because I know that there are so many different activities that the kids can be involved in, and I know that you have 3D printers, and sometimes you bring doctors in to do little challenges. Tell us more about that.
1: So, you know, some of our events that we've done, uh, uh, an amazing partner that we've had is the University of Kentucky Esports Lounge. Mm -hmm. They have come in, they actually brought in four gaming PCs. Uh, We were able to set up in the room, uh, I believe that was the week after Halloween, and doctors actually came in and uh, played Fortnite with patients. So So they were... Really cool. I think we had seven doctors that played and only one of them had any Fortnite experience before. <laughs> so the kids <They're> <laughs> were so excited yeah. to be able to teach the doctors something. Uh, and so they all teamed up together. It was like four, was called squads. They they squatted up together and uh they actually won several times uh with so several doctors fine. and so those kids got to get the doctors their first uh, victory royales in Fortnite. <laughs> It was, um, it was hilarious. It was fun. Yeah. The <laughs> doctors were locked in. It was so cool. We, um, we provide, you know, of course, gaming for us <clears throat> is a, a therapeutic, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a therapeutic thing. Um, you know, there's so much that's happening to our patients mm-hmm. that's outside of their control. And so this uh, gaming provides them an opportunity to create. In a way that they want to, mm. whether it's games like Minecraft or you know other creative environments, uh, spe- sp- especially Minecraft, it's extremely yeah. popular. Um, you know they can level up uh, their character that they've really been grinding for. They can uh, beat that boss that they've really been trying hard. Mm. Um, they they can you know get their first victory royale. We've done that with Fortnite, like where me and a patient may have got their first win and we mm. print off a certificate. We oh make a big gosh. deal about it. It's really cool. Uh, and for a lot of kids where Fortnite is everyday conversation yeah. for all these kids, uh, getting your first win is, is a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal for these kiddos. So uh, it's a lot of fun. So for me, I'm uh, I'm 33, so I have to practice a lot to be able to keep <laughs> up with these guys. So it's, it's a lot they're of
0: fun. All, it's though. second nature to them. They yeah. pick it up so fast.
1: So fast. And so they're so good at it. But, um, So yeah we do events like that we actually do an event called fall guys friday where uh, we play with about eight other children's hospitals that have the same (sighs) position as me so we all connect uh, in a lobby together and we've had as many as i believe um maybe eight of our patients wow and uh, as many as almost 60 uh patients total i believe uh between all the hospitals that have played together and uh there's not like chatting or anything back and forth but Just the knowledge of being able to, hey, I'm connecting with other people that are in the same position I am um, is is just been really good for our patients. So, uh, you know, trying to um, host events like that, have stuff like that where they know that they're not alone is um, Mm. has just really been beneficial for them.
0: There was also a story that you mentioned during Leadership Lexington Day where there was a patient who wanted to see the Northern Lights, couldn't travel. tell us about that
1: so that that patient you know their um one of their bucket list items was to see the northern lights Mm -hmm. and so that was something they were very excited about they were prevented uh to be able to actually go and do that and so while they were in the hospital someone had heard on our child life team that um uh, that they wanted to see the northern lights and so working with our amazing and shout out to our child life team uh worked with our amazing child life team to Like dark in the windows, Mm. we uh, found a light projector like in a closet somewhere. Projected the lights up on the ceiling that were perfect; almost looked like you know the aurora borealis. It was crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. And then we found video um, of the northern lights. It was really cool, and we were just able to create that experience for them. Mm. That I uh, that they you know they came back and said that was just amazing. It made a huge difference for them.
0: Mm. What impact are you seeing this? You know access to technology and this access to like a, the smallest bit of connection and control for these kids what impact are you seeing that have on them
1: well you know when patients are on their healthcare care journeys um, sometimes every day they're not physically always feeling better like every day mm-hmm. um, what technology and gaming provides for them is a way of that they can mentally feel better. Like if they're reaching those milestones in a game that they want, or they finally build that house or Mm -hmm. whatever they want to do in the game, uh, it just gives them such a huge uh, mental motivation, a drive to uh, keep going. We use it as a means to encourage patients to do the movement that they're supposed Mm -hmm. to do, you know, because that's one of the most important things is to get up and move. And so even where we're placed at uh, in the hospital, I mean, you have to come and walk to our room. And so it's, uh, it's just really good motivation to say, Hey, come on, let's get up and let's go to the team lounge. Mm. And, um, what i I, you know, I, my view from where I sit in the room, I see patients come around the corner and, you know, they may be tired from walking down there, but when they come in that door, their eyes light up. It's time to go. You walk in, you (laughs) see that TV, you see those game systems, you see the 3d printer and they light up, they love Mm -hmm. it. And so, uh, you know, we've been in there where One of my favorite quotes since I've been here was, um, for the last two hours that I was in airplane, I forgot I was sick, you know? And for me, I was just like, Oh my goodness. I mean, that's why you do it. That can't be beat. Yeah. That's, that's the goal right there. That's the goal. And so, um, you know, my, um, my desire every day is to create a memory for each patient that I work with, but also just to be an encourager to them. Mm. And so uh, it's a great way. Gaming is a great way to just connect, um, even if you're just playing a game together, sometimes those barriers that they build, they kind of build up to, you know, around their hearts, right. you know, uh, through gaming and through connecting with that. I, I see that barrier drop a lot mm. and that connection can happen. And um, it's just really cool. And even even as patients come back and like do their checkups months later or, or whenever, um, just to have patients come knock on the door, smile in the hallway, wave, you know, stuff like that. It's been mm-hmm. really fun.
0: And you and I are roughly the same age. Mm-hmm. And I know for me growing up, my younger brother got this more than I did because I wasn't a gamer. But our parents were always like, you don't need to be gaming all the time. Right, right. People were talking about how dangerous it was right. and like the bad things that could potentially come from gaming. Yeah. How are you all working to dispel all of those stigmas around gaming right i'm sure like your parents are thrilled that you were like all right i got an actual career doing this and it's really cool
1: yeah a funny (laughs) you know funny story uh the week about a week after i got hired uh my mom called me and she just started the conversation she said i want to apologize i was like for what and she said for telling you all those years again taking you anywhere." yep and so for me it was uh that was really cool Mm -hmm. um you know what what i've appreciated at uk is there there's people there that have never gamed in their life Mm -hmm. and they say i have no clue what you're doing i have no clue what's going on but i'm for it Yep. i'm here i support it i love what you're doing i love what we're doing with gaming uh they're there and so um you know there's there's been studies and stuff about the benefit of of gaming which is more of an active Mm -hmm. entertainment than like watching tv which is more passive uh that it actually can help you Uh, you know, solving puzzles and games and stuff like that can be very beneficial. Um, And I will say too, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. So, (laughs) you know, for me, uh, teaching limits, uh, part of my job is not just to game with them, but also how to teach them how to game responsibly because Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want them to miss out on moments of life because they're, you know, glued to a a computer or a game system. So uh, it's it's teaching balance in that as well and helping parents kind of Help walk them through that process with mm-hmm. their kids. Um, you know, even I think two weeks ago, I had a parent come by and they said, "Can you just you know talk to my child about <laughs> uh, about those limits and right. and the best way to kind of handle that?" And so we had a really good conversation about that. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's all it's all about responsibility. And and I think that's anything in life, right? I mean, yeah. you know, too much of something can be a bad thing. So we have to find that balance.
0: Now, tell me a little bit about your team. Is it only you?
1: So I am the only guy on my team that uh, we have the child life <laughs> team uh, who are amazing child life specialists, who uh, advocate, who work with patients, who do like medical education to work with our patients, to help them understand the things that are happening to them, working, you know, like if they're getting an IV, come mm-hmm. in and help talk them through that process, helping distract them while they're getting that. Um, the child life team uh, for me, is one, uh, just an amazing part of our hospital because they come in and they just help the, the hospital experience not be so traumatic. Right. And, and so kids are coming back and it's not a fight. It's not, mm. you know, they're scared to death, uh, because all they know is they're getting poked with needles or, right. or whatever it may be. Uh, they do an amazing, amazing job of working with our kids to make that, uh, the easiest, uh, experience that it can be. And, um, I'm I'm really grateful to be on that team with them. They've been awesome, and and they've taken me in, and uh, they've been really awesome of me.
0: Now, do you all have room for volunteers, or what does that look like? Because I know being, like, in a hospital setting – Mm -hmm. It's not super common to just have people be like, I can join in. So what does that look like?
1: So, uh, you know, we just started our volunteer network. We're Mm. working on building that. So it goes through volunteer services at UK hospital. Um, and they've been amazing in like, they kind of vet, they do background checks. They do all that to make sure that of course our patients are safe and and all that. Uh, we actually just started last week. Our first two volunteers started last week uh, to uh, UK students. And so we're really excited about that. Um, you know, for me, I think some people were intimidated. Like, I have to know all this about gaming, or I, right. I have to know this about tech. You don't. Um, one of the most important things about our volunteers that I want them to know is that the patients, uh, they they just want want to know you care. You know, right. they if you're there and you you're willing to say, hey, teach me this game, mm-hmm. or teach, you know, show me how to do this. Um, that that goes so far mm. with them. And so, yeah, we're, we're always open to volunteers. I know there's times I think starting in February that we're opening up to volunteers again. And so mm. we're always looking to, to fill volunteer slots so that we can keep the teen lounge open longer mm-hmm. and uh, in the future, hopefully on weekends as well.
0: Yes. Do you want to drop that website one more time?
1: Uh, you can go to the Kentucky Children's Hospital website, and there's a volunteer services tab on there. You can go through volunteer services and, and contact them through that.
0: Perfect. Now, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hypothetical scenario here. Okay. Let's say there was unlimited budget, mm-hmm. unlimited resources, yep. unlimited support. If you could do anything with this role, with this teen lounge, what would, what would be the dream?
1: So, uh, I have a lot, uh, oh, I'm so, so excited. I'll, I'll condense it down a little bit, but, <laughs> um, for me is it, making the services that are available in the teen lounge available in every room in the hospital, oh. uh, because, you know, in the gaming part of it, I am a one man team. So it's, it's, <laughs> um, I, I try to see everybody that I can, but it's, it's right. difficult to get around to everybody. So, you know, seeing, you know, game systems in every room, seeing, uh, ways to connect, uh, through that, uh, you know, where we're making it like even just now, where we have the handheld Nintendo Switch Lite, yeah. where patients can participate in some of our interim events like Fall Guys Friday from their room when they're uh. not able to come down. So, just to make that accessible to everyone, uh, I think is really awesome. And eventually, one day, to grow the team. You know, yes. I, I, would, I would love to not be the only GTS, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and have other people come alongside and, and, and you know, really. Uh, like child uh, child's play, who funds my grant? You know, their their slogan is is there's power in play, mm-hmm. um, or play games feel better. Sorry, play games feel better, mm-hmm. and and so for me, to have more people to help that mission be accomplished in the hospital, I think would be geez, just awesome.
0: Now let me ask because again. There's just so few of you that Mm -hmm. a lot of people just don't even know how to get started or, like, classes they should take or or what's required. If there was somebody listening who's like, that sounds really cool and that's the job of my dreams, what advice would you have for them to getting started on this pathway?
1: So, uh, you know, I have a degree in leadership. So Mm -hmm. there's no, like, IT, you know, degree or anything like that that I have. Uh, for me, I think a good avenue is to start with volunteering, mm. uh, to connect uh, in hospitals, uh, wherever it may be, whether it's here local in Lexington or, you know, a- across the country. Um, you can look up Child's Play. It's childsplaycharity.com. Okay. You can go to their website, and you can actually see what hospitals have the gaming programs. And so you can connect and volunteer in those. Um, also, it was just, you know, like what I did I just started connecting with the current game and tech specialist, asked mm-hmm. them what they were doing before I even interviewed the first time for this position. Like I wanted to say or see what was involved with right. this position. And uh, so, yeah, I, you know, I think Child's Play Charity is a great resource uh, to kind of learn about that and maybe start that.
0: Mm. Now, Cody, Every episode, we like to do this thing called BGCF Fast Facts. Okay, cool. Where I'm going to ask you a question and Mm -hmm. without thinking about it too much. You're going to give me the first answer that pops up. Are you ready? Okay. What are you reading right now?
1: I'm reading a book called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Jason Schreier. It's a really good book. It's kind of diving into the background of how certain games have been developed. Oh, cool. Really cool book.
0: What are some of the games that are mentioned?
1: Uh, One of my favorite games that I play personally, uh, you know, since before COVID, Uh during COVID, it really helped me kind of cope during that time was Stardew Valley. You know, (sighs) there's a lot of games that are developed by big, you know, corporations, Uh by big companies. This was a one-man show. He Mm. developed it, like, in his basement, working on it as a side project, never imagined that it would take off like it did. Mm -hmm. And it just it just did. It, it just blew up in popularity. It's, it's amazing. He's still supporting the game and stuff like that. Uh, so that's, um, that's one of my favorite stories out of the book. Um, I haven't quite finished it yet, but mm. it's, it's amazing so far. Uh, just seeing what goes into these games.
0: Two of my best friends, their names are Hannah and Elizabeth. They play Stardew Valley. Yeah. And I don't know anything about it, but they're constantly like, you have to feed the cow. Like, you have to feed your cows. Yeah. And sometimes Hannah forgets to feed the cows. And it's a big deal. I live with the gamer. Yeah. And I'm like, I would like to find something that's gentle and fun. Cozy game. I want a cozy game. Yep. And I thought maybe that was going to be Harry Potter for me. Yeah. And it was not. right, right. Yeah. There was a lot. That went into that. Yeah. So I'm on the lookout if you have suggestions. Stardew Valley,
1: Animal Crossing is a great one, too. I've
0: heard that Animal Crossing is great.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's Those are definitely two of my top cozy games. Just okay. kind of sit on the couch and chill and play. Yeah. And no stress. Just kind of like, like make
0: things happen. That's yeah. what I'm into. What are you watching right now?
1: Uh, so I would say... Um, I just started this new show on Apple TV Plus called "Masters of the Air." Okay. I love history, um, and it's World uh, World War Two uh, uh, air force pilots, mm. and it's kind of based around them. It's only two episodes out, oh. uh, so third one's tomorrow. So I'm excited. Brand new, yeah, brand new. So it's really cool. "Masters of the Air" It's really cool.
0: Uh, what are you listening to right now?
1: So I'm a big podcast person. Uh-huh. Uh, so I like um, I listen to a little bit of everything. I You know, I listen to podcasts based around some of my favorite games. Like, my favorite game series of all time is The Legend of Zelda. So there's, like, a Zelda lore cast Uh uh, podcast that I listen to. Um, Also, you know, part of my job is is keeping up with everything right. and you know with ai and technology and gaming and everything everything is changing so quickly so i listen to some like like verge cast and um, game informer podcast and nine to five max some shows like mm-hmm. that that just to try to keep up with everything the best i can
0: now with the lounge are you all using or like letting the kids use chat gpt stuff so, how is that so we, we
1: haven't implemented that uh-huh. yeah we um Honestly, for me, I think there's going to have to be a lot more research for my yes. my part of that. Yeah, uh, because I I've dove deep. It's pretty into, scary into research <laughs> and AI. And I, you know, I think there's some really cool parts of it. Sure, like, I would love to take a picture of the stuff inside my fridge and yeah. tell me recipes for what I can cook. Yeah, you know, I think that's awesome. But um, you know, I think I think it can also be used very irresponsibly. Mm. And so, um, you know. Uh, definitely not using it right now. Yeah. We'll see in the future after a ton more research and what we, how we could use that responsibly, mm. if we could ever use that responsibly.
0: Now, speaking of recipes, what are you eating right now?
1: So, like a lot of people, uh, I have, as of today, officially made it one whole month of eating healthier. <gasps> Good uh, for, for you. So, we are uh, doing that. So, there's a lot of turkey, a yes. lot of chicken in my diets right now. So, um I'd say my kind of favorite thing right now is is I've made this, like, casserole that's, I would say, like, the casserole version of chicken noodle soup. Mm. Um, it's pretty good. And, delicious. And, you know, it's a, it's a good go-back-to thing, you know.
0: Oh, you'll have to share that recipe, please. What are you most scared of?
1: Without going too deep, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I would we say. We could get
0: real existential in here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: Like, um, I guess for me, I I get, I get scared of like complacency. Like I never Mm. just want to be comfortable and like stop growing that, you know, I want to, and, and I feel like I've done pretty good with that, but you know, I have to be intentional not to become complacent or Mm -hmm. get comfortable where I'm at and stop growing.
0: Mm. What are you most proud of?
1: i would uh outside of my family I, i've got four boys so oh i'm so goodness. proud it's crazy up in our house i'm going to tell you uh it is wild uh, my my oldest actually turned 12 today so we're really excited <gasps> happy
0: birthday um,
1: happy birthday josiah we're uh we're super excited but um you know outside of just being so proud of my family um i'm really proud of what we've accomplished in this last year because mm. uh, i started my job a year ago uh what we've accomplished at Kentucky Children's Hospital Mm. and just really proud of the work that we've done and how everyone's come alongside and just worked with us so well uh, in building this. Mm.
0: With four boys, do they just think that you have the coolest job ever?
1: They do. Uh, Now, there is a little downside to it uh, (laughs) because when I was a kid, I could kind of pull stuff over on my parents. You know, like I would say, oh, this game is not that bad or this game is that Oh, yeah. They cannot do that to me. Uh-huh. They, you know, and, and working with teenagers and stuff like that, I have to keep sneaky. up with like slang. I have to keep up uh-huh. with all these words the kids use and stuff like that. So uh, even the other day, my oldest used a, a, a word. It wasn't necessarily bad, but I was like, son, that's a little toxic. Um, do you think you should say that?
0: We love that. Yeah.
1: And he was like. He was like, "Oh, you know what that means?" I said, "Yes, son. I work with teens every day." Thank so. you very much. Yeah, so, yeah, so they like it. Uh-huh. Um, my son actually asked me today. He said, "You know, what I want for my birthday." I said, "What?" He said, "When you get home, I want me and you to play Fortnite today." I was <gasps> Stop. like, "Stop!" I said, "Absolutely, we'll play Fortnite." Josiah, today. that
0: was very sweet.
1: Yeah. So, oh my I'm, I'm goodness.
0: Excited. Uh, who do you look up to?
1: I, I there's a lot, but I, I would say the main two are are my wife and my mom. Like mm. they're just strong people. Um very supportive of me mm-hmm. uh, that I know you know support me unconditionally so uh, I'd say those two
0: mm. why do you love our community
1: so for me I didn't move to Lexington in 2000, till 2018 okay um, I'm originally from the Nashville area okay and so uh, for me coming to Lexington I I just love how the community it, it, it's like a it's big it's a city mm-hmm. but there is places of it, parts of it that you can have that small town feel. I've got amazing neighbors. I, you know, I love how people come together to accomplish goals. I love how people support one another. Um, And I'll tell you for us, you know, I've had the opportunity in the teen lounge to meet a lot of our community leaders Mm. and just how people uh, have reached out to me and said, Hey, how can we help? What can we do? Like they really love the Kentucky children's hospitals, patients and really support us. And that's, I just love that about our community. It's mm. awesome.
0: Why do you love yourself?
1: Uh, that's a toughie. I, <laughs> so I will say, uh, you know, a little over a year ago, stepping out in faith, not mm. knowing what would be next in my life. Yeah. Um, I have um, I have found out a lot about myself um, spiritually. Mm-hmm. I've found out a lot about myself about just how to handle the unknown. Yeah. and And so... I would say just that willingness to kind of step out blindly in faith and, and just go for it um, and it Yeah, I think that would mm. be it.
0: Last question. Mm-hmm. Tell us how people can learn more about the Teen Lounge, about the work that you all are doing at the Children's Hospital, just all of the goods.
1: Absolutely. So I think uh, the best place to keep up with, like, social media and stuff like that for the hospital is, you know, Facebook, Kentucky Children's Hospital. You can search it up there uh for me if you want to connect with me it's uh linkedin and uh it's like linkedin.com slash kchgts or you can just search cody dean it is definitely not christopher on there <laughs> um, and you can find me or you can google like kentucky children's hospital gaming and tech and it'll pull up on google
0: again so, there's only like 50 of you yeah, so you're yeah. very easy to find yeah
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> so yeah you can find me through those means and um you know, post, uh, posted a thing today that um, a patient left me a note, uh, thanks for playing. Oh. And so, you know, we'll we'll make little posts and stuff like that just to kind of see some of the ins and outs of what's going on during the day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, look us up on there.
0: Cody, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I I don't say this just to like gas you up. I genuinely think that was one of the coolest. I'm also a newer Lexingtonian. That was one of the coolest things that I've seen since living here. Yeah, awesome. So I'm um, awesome.
1: I appreciate in love.
0: And my younger brother, I'm talking to him every single day about moving up here, and yep. I'm like. Let me tell you what you could do. Yes. You could go volunteer at this place. Yes,
1: <laughs> So absolutely. I'll
0: definitely be sending some people your way.
1: Awesome. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thanks for having me. Thanks
0: so much. See ya. See ya. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Do Good Radio Hour brought to you by Bluegrass Community Foundation. We'll be back next week right here on Radio Lex, or you can listen to us anytime on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at bgcfky or visit us at bgcf.org to stay up to date on all of the latest giving and do-good opportunities in our community. Until next time, I'm Courtney Turner. Do good and be well. You are listening to the Do Good Radio Hour on Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 LP-FM Lexington. Our theme song is Happy Tune, written and performed by Brother Smith. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily the views of Radio Lex, its board of directors, or Bluegrass Community Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own and the guest's.